morning. Thank you so much for joining us again as we continue our study in the book of Leviticus. We're getting really close to the end. This morning, we're going to be covering chapters 22, 23, and 24. And really what I want to focus in on um, is chapter 23. And I want to, to remind you that in the last book, as Drew covered, there was a Passover that happened. And in that Passover, death came into Egypt, and death was sure to come in Egypt, and it was going to kill the firstborn son of every household that it entered into, unless there was a sacrifice made, unless there was blood that was poured out. And they took the blood of their sacrifice, they put it over the doorpost and the lintel, and when the death angel came, and when it saw the blood of the lamb, it passed over that house. Now, why did it do that? Because sacrifice had been made, because death had already come. What an incredible foreshadowing of the gospel. What an incredible telling of the work of Jesus Christ as He, as our great and high sacrifice was killed on the cross, his blood was shed, so that death no longer has any sting for us. It has no victory for those who are in Christ. What an incredible foreshadowing and what an incredible and amazing declaration we can make that should cause rejoicing and jubilation and joy. And so as we get to chapter 23, I want to read beginning in verse 4. These are the appointed feasts of the Lord, the holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at the time appointed for them in the first month. On the fourteenth day of the month at twilight is the Lord's Passover. And I've told you about what the Passover is. On the fifteenth day of the same month is the feast of unleavened bread to the Lord. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. We see in chapter 23 all these feasts that get covered. The Passover is the one we're most familiar with. You have the Feast of the First Fruits, the Feast of Weeks, the Feast of the Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Booths. And every single one of these feasts point and foreshadow the person and the work of Christ. Every single one of them does. All of them showcase and highlight something of what Christ did and what He accomplished. Every single one of them. And so what is important to acknowledge and understand here is that for Israel at that time, God saw it as a crucial and vital part of their existence that regularly they needed to have a reminder of the work of God. Even the Sabbath day, uh, chapter 23, verse 3, six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day is a Sabbath of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwelling places. What is that meant to do? It is meant to be a day of rest where they look not to their own work, but they rest in the work of God regularly. Focus on the work of God. Feast and rejoice as you acknowledge the work of God. And we 
as believers today are to always keep before us the work of God, the mercy of God by grace through faith in the person of Jesus Christ. Daily, we should be preaching the gospel to ourselves. Daily, we should be preaching the gospel to those around us. We should enjoy times like Christmas where we focus in on one essential truth like the incarnation of Christ. We should look forward to Easter Sunday when we all gather together to be reminded all in one voice that Jesus has risen from the grave. We should still be gathering together every Lord's Day and say, look at what Christ has accomplished for us. Regularly, the prescription still for us today is to keep the person and the work of Christ ever before our minds, to focus on the power of God, not the strength of man, to look at the holiness of Him who has called us to be holy so that we can rejoice so that we can enjoy fellowship with one another. That's why we get together and that's why we eat. That's why we get together and why we have a good time at meals. It's because we're rejoicing and we're even enjoying fellowship around the one who's brought us together. It's why we gather on Sundays. It's why we enjoy giving gifts at Christmas. It's why we can enjoy getting up and singing together on Easter Sunday. Because we've kept before us the person and the work of Christ, the power of God unto salvation, a holy God who's called us to be holy. Thank you so much for joining us again this morning. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.